Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Joel, I am thriving at the moment with this cooler weather and drowning in good games, so yeah, know, it's a right? good time to, like, chuck on a blanket and, and play some play some Resident Evil, play some Dredge, yeah, play some Cheer. Yes. Maybe play some Diablo 4 if you could travel back in time yeah. to uh, last weekend. But apart from that, I'm good. Or forward in time to June. I guess, yeah, forward to so June. If you have time-traveling abilities, it'd probably if, be more beneficial to do. If you do that, let me know how Tears of the Kingdom is. <laughs> also that too, yeah. But also don't say anything. But don't spoil it for me. Just be, give us a look. Just give just us like, like a... Thumbs up uh, or thumbs yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just a simple thumbs up or thumbs down will, will suffice. Um, well, that's good. That's good. Um... Yeah, so I don't want to. I was going to bring up again the fact that we're in the same room, but it's it's sort of going to be. It's like, old news, Joel. It's old news now, so it doesn't no one really cares need to be, anymore. Doesn't need to be brought up, I guess. Um, but yeah, how have you been? What's been, what, how's your week been? My week has been long, because obviously this is now. I've, I mean, it's my second week back after a week off, and it's never fun. It's never fun going back to work after time off. But yeah, I am thankful because next week is a short week, mm-hmm. so that's making this week a bit easier. And technically, the week after is as well. Oh, I suppose it's no, it's not for not me. For you. Yeah, ha ha. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, hit a raw nerve there. Uh, Work. Working Saturday, getting Monday off all the time means that Monday public holidays are pointless to me. Yep. They yep. may as well not exist. That is the downside to that. I think that that arrangement, unfortunately. But yeah, I got I got two weeks of it, and then like a week or two after that, it's another short week. It's Anzac Day. When's that fell on, Joel? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Joel. I'm gonna. I'm gonna you're just gonna shut up. I'm gonna eject us out of this. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I've had a pretty good week. It's That's been, good. I'm glad you've tiring. had a good week, Joel. It's been pretty tiring. Had a really great game of D and D last night with uh with the, with the yeah, crew. I'm aware. It's um, I I caught glimpses of it at the corner of my ears. <laughs> yeah. It was um. It was. Pretty good. We are basically we're, we're nearing the end of our like. Well, I've been playing for I think about six years with with everyone, and then I think they've been playing for about seven, maybe eight years, seven and a half years. Um, we're sort of barreling towards the end of this campaign, which is pretty pretty fucking wild. But um, our DM sprung us the 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 session before and has uh, basically given us a, a battle royale. Where we, um, uh, yeah, all our party, um, new and old members that were still alive, um, came together and, and fought each other, which was a lot of fun. Um, and everyone sort of went all out and didn't hold back and used all their cool shit that they had, which was really fun. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a great night. But uh, the downside to that is it, I got home at 1am this morning and I had to work at 9.30 this morning and also get up with a toddler, like a three-and-a-half-year-old. So I'm pretty I'm pretty wrecked, but, you know, it was worth it for a fun session. But the good news is, thanks to your D&D game running longer, I got to play a lot more Dredge. So Again, I'm not bringing Dredge up this week, but spoiler tags, I fucking love it. Yep. Um, but I'll save a discussion for next week when I think a few more of us have had a chance to play it. But uh, yeah, no, thanks for that long game. I got to sink like six or seven hours into that in one sitting and it was sweet. So thank you. Fuck yes. I'm sorry for your lack of sleep, but it worked out yep. in my favor. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, that can be remedied in the next day or two. Maybe in theory, probably not. 
but probably not. Probably not. No, because I'm probably going to finish recording here and go home and play Dredge myself. Yeah, see, there so, you go. And yeah. then you will be in the vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played 20 minutes before and I was like, oh. oh Did you boy. get it on PlayStation or Switch? Switch. Um, I mean, before we get it in the preamble, I will say load time's pretty long, but. It's not on PS5, obviously. <laughs> no, no, I didn't think so. But I am, I am considering getting a um a PS5 copy as well, like a physical copy of it. Only fifty dollars. That's right, listeners. Fifty dollars for a copy of Dredge on PlayStation. Seems like it's a pretty, pretty worthy thing because I think there's going to be something that a lot of people is going to be talking about at the end of the year. But we're not talking about that. We're not talking about Dredge. We're not doing it. We're you, not talking what, about Dredge. Today. Whatever you just heard, you didn't hear it. It's a little it's taste. Scrub it from your memory. That a little taste. Check and back next week. This on the eve of uh. Well, at the eve, but like on the cusp of us knowing whether or not the Mario movie is going to be good, we're so close. Next week, yeah, next week. When you when you hear our voices next, I don't think we we're talking about it on next week's episode. We've got a plan coming up for that, but we yep. will have seen it. We will have we will yep. know how good the Mario movie is when you hear our voices next. Depending on when we record, I might have seen it twice. So, because I'm <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna we're I think planning to go Wednesday night, and then I think. Um, I'm going to take my son, maybe Good Friday. We'll see. But. It's going to be packed. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, I don't know why School I'm doing holidays that. That's and... a fucking terrible idea. But I've promised it to him. I wanted it to be his first movie experience. So who knows? We'll see. Nintendo thanks you. If he plays Thank up you. in the next week, he might not get to go. So like, <laughs> this is, you know. I, I guess you can, you can hold it over him. You know, you've got, you've got the power now. Uh, don't, don't you worry. I have been. Like, it, I have been. He had a rough day yesterday, and I was like, mate, you keep like this up, we're not going. He's like, oh, good Mario movie. I'm like, nah, we're not doing it if you keep this up. And I was like, this morning I was talking to him about it, and I'm like, mate, all, like people who listen and do the right thing, they're the ones, that, that means you're ready to go to the cinema. And in my head I'm going, no, they're not, because the people who go to the cinema are the ones who take their yeah. shoes off and put them on the yeah. seat and I've, fucking be on their phone the entire time. I've been to the movies recently. I know yeah. how bad cinema goers yeah. are. So I just flat out lied to my son this morning just to try and get him to be like somewhat hey man, whatever person. Whatever it takes. That's whatever fine. it yeah. takes. That, that's parenting in a nutshell right there. <laughs> um, but before I get onto that high horse, I think it's time... We get onto another high horse, and that is the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log is our what we've been playing segment of the show, where uh, we bring what we've been playing over the last week or so, uh, and uh, talk about it in great detail. Uh, we've got a couple of tasty little tidbits today that we'd like to bring, but not dredge. But not dredge. Not, not dredge. dredge. We're not talking about dredge. You got your only. You got your little taste of that at the start. That's it. No, um, no there's no dredge in this episode. No dredge. You didn't hear that. No dredge. Yeah, Karen's <laughs> edited it out, and now I sound like an idiot. Um, yeah. So we got a couple of things this week. Um, should we start off with the one that? I mean, there's one we played the most of. I would say. Yeah, I think so. Both of us and uh, like a relatively equal. And amount. like it is not to not to cast any shade on the other one. It is a big. De- it's a big game. Yeah. Uh, and it was an open beta, so... Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kick off... Maybe we'll kick off with that. I think it's probably the one that we're, we're eager to talk about. But purely because I haven't finished the other one yet, so I do have a lot of things to say about it, but yeah. I'm only, like, halfway through it, I think, so... Right. Yeah, okay, cool. I've, I've, I've barely scratched the surface of it, but I did enjoy it. But, um, yes, uh, so last weekend, uh, the open beta for Diablo 4 occurred um after a sort of like semi-open beta i think is probably the best way of describing it, was it. 
pre-order early access sort of deal. So, you know, you, you paid money and you yeah. got to play the, the or, beta a week before everyone else. Or apparently if you bought a KFC Double Down in America... In America, yes. You could, you could get access codes to that as well. So, which, you know what? If that was an option here, I would have fucking bought it. I would have bought one for me and one for you. Even if you didn't want to eat it, I would have eaten it for you. I think we might know why there was so much trouble logging in. I think so, yeah. It would seem... Having said that, it's probably a good place to start. Like, I was pretty nervous. Like, I booted it up, what was it, Saturday morning when I got up. I was like, I just want to see, I just want to see what, what the wait time is. Um, and, like, loaded up, and it was a half-hour wait. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, really? Right. Yeah, it was a half-hour wait, and I'm like, oh, yep, still got issues. And then I came back later on in the day and actually sat down to play it properly. And um, went to log in, and it was like, less than a minute, here you go, you're in. Yeah. And I was like... When I, when I fired up in the evening after work on Saturday, I was like, all right, it's Saturday night, open beta, mm. everyone's going to be here. And then I booted up, it's like, yeah, less than a minute to get in. Yeah. Um, the PC version still had weights, I think. But I, a lot of those went down over the weekend just because I think, obviously, again, we don't, I don't claim to know much about how service function, but... I imagine there's a lot of work to get thousands of people into the game at one time. Mm-hmm. And then once they're in there, I'm imagining it's not so bad. Because, like, yeah. every, every like, online only get Destiny has had it with Lightfall. Like, when a, a game like that drops, it's insane to start off with. Then once people are in and they can be, yeah, sorted out. So they got through it. But, yeah, I remember hearing about some pretty crazy waits on that, that yeah. first weekend for D4. And I think, too, like, it's a lot of what was in the beta to some extent there wasn't a lot of unless you were squatting up with friends there wasn't a lot of well there was a few hubs i guess that you, you could you could visit where there was like other players running around and things like that so. and it was always weird i mean i've i've played path of exile so i was half prepared for it but mm. it was still weird to see it in a diablo game it took some getting used to yeah it was there there was it was a bit strange just being like who's this like green ca- oh okay cool and then getting like a party up bonus as well like yeah like, there's another player near you and i'm like uh, thanks well like when you're out in the field killing some monster and you're like and then some rando rolls up and helps you you're like hey i'm thanks i very much appreciated that <laughs> um at some points i was just like oh just because i was like where the levels that i was at and like tinkering around with like leveling which i guess is probably a good uh, a starting point so like what 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 class did you play a few classes during the beta or no did you play I, just one i only played one because if i'm being completely transparent here my goal was to get the backpack. I don't want to talk about this. You didn't get it? Nope. Oh, sorry. I got, to, I got to 16. Oh, so I got to close. 16 in two days as well, two nights. I, did, I had I had limited, even more limited time to do it. And I still, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm Hopefully fucking fuming. I'm sure there'll be a similar item in there somewhere. Surely. But I'm oh, still like, see, fucking see all these people running around with their cool wolves on their the people who, yeah, so The people who don't know what the hell we're even talking about, uh, basically, as a little incentive to play the open beta, um, if if you hit level 20 in the beta with any one class, you will get access to a special like cosmetic backpack in the full game, which is just like a regular backpack, except it's got a cute little wolf puppy sleeping in it. Yep. And that wolf puppy is going to be the only thing I care about in that entire game, and I'll rep- protect it with my life. Is that you're just going to turn the music down in the game, which is, the music is very cool, nothing against the music, turn it down and just play the fucking theme song to the Mandalorian. And just, yeah, that, that, that'll be, this is the way. Um, Potentially a question I played as a sorcerer because I'm a filthy magic user and lovely. my time as the wizard in D3 changed me 
and that was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I this this version of, of that class is different, so it wasn't as balls of all insane as it gets in Diablo three, but also it was only the beta, so it's like playing with a limited school skill set. So right. yeah, um, yeah, that's what I rolled. Uh, I ended up rolling into uh, I wanted to play Druid because I was like. The shape shifting stuff seemed like really cool, um, and I think it were will bears. be yeah, exactly fucking werebears. That was I was it, the first thing like the first skill point you get. It's just like all right, what do you want your main attack to be? It's like do you want to do like a lightning storm? Do you want to have like earth shatter? Do you want to transform into a werebear and slash people? I'm like fucking werebear. Why is this even an option? Like that was the only skill I got to like level five. <laughs> like I like fucking pumped points into that because I'm like. Uh, yeah, I want to hit things as a werebear. Like, um, so yeah, and that, that's I was like, it, it's a different class too. I don't think it's been around since Diablo two. It wasn't. It was definitely not in D three at all. Yeah, definitely wasn't in three. Um, so that's why I'm not super familiar with it as well because three was the one I played the most of. Um, Sa- same, same. Yeah, like I never. I only like very much. Well, if Dabbled. you've got uh, withdrawals, Blizzard very cleverly were like, you know, how do we capitalize on this D four? Open beta hype. Oh, uh, D3 is, D2 is like $23 right now on the PSN. And it's got both myself and Brendan, our Diablo crazy friend, just being like, oh, I could I could, I could, could drop $23 just for a hit of that sweet Diablo. Is that the resurrected one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The remaster. Yeah. Is it fixed now? Is it like... Oh, I don't know, man. I, I, think, it had, I, I think it had I, some I issues. I have to Google it. Yeah, I don't know if it's... I, 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 I mean, it could be. I'm not saying like... Oh, is it fixed? Like, is I just, fixed, I no. legitimately don't know because I remember it had issues when it launched. But, um, yeah, so that's what I rolled with. And I think that was the, the coolest thing about it was the, um, the skill tree was interesting. Like, what, like, where you assign your points and how you can, it sort of opened you up to, whereas with, cause I remember hearing, I think the besties talk about this. Like, whereas with D3, you had to get to like level, like 50 before you can start like multi like classing and like start really diving down into a build. Um, yeah, wherever, whatever level it was, I think it was like level 30, maybe you had to, oh, it was, um, it was gated by, cause basically you would unlock access to skills at certain levels. Whereas That's this right. one, you just get skill points and yep. invest them and move down a tree, which yep. is a much better system. And like you fill out the thing. And then also you can go back to other, like, so like maybe you're like, primary attack you can be like start off with say the werebear then you go mm, actually now i've unlocked this other werebear skill i don't want to be like full werebear i want to like you know verse be a bit more versatile so i'll go back and change it over to like a, a wind sweep attack or something like that and yeah. then start pumping into that i think as the that you start progressing through the game a lot more and getting getting more levels and more skill points and things like that i think that's gonna be a lot of fun to go back and go actually what if I pump a few points into this? Fuck around. And you can, like, re... I don't know if it's going to be in the game as well, where it's just for the beta, but you can reset all your skill points. Yeah, it costs gold, so that'll be in the full game as well. Yeah. I reckon that will be. I kind of... I, I guess I get why it costs gold, but it also... Why? It's yeah. Kinda, it's kind of dumb. Just it's like arbitrary. Like, it's... Because the problem with, with Diablo is... Those first few hours, you won't have much gold. Mm-hmm. Until... And then suddenly you'll go from zero gold to like a million. And then yep. suddenly money's no longer an issue. So then why charge for like respecking? Exactly. Whatever. Maybe they've got a plan for it. Maybe there's something that they're going to cook up for it. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's always the potential there. But it's, I had, a. I mean, it's just fucking more Diablo and it's really good. It is. It is. Um, It definitely, 
like it's very clear they went for the more Diablo two angle this mm-hmm. time versus D three. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure people who played Path of Exile, Path of Exile, were like, okay, they've been taking some notes from that and that as well. Like it, again, like I said, it was weird. It took me a while to get used to seeing other characters. Mm-hmm. But um, after playing Destiny for so long now, I kind of like it. I like that you get to have these moments in the field with just complete randoms. You're like, so yeah, peace. Yeah. It's like, I was like doing my combos, like my normal combo that I would do is like, yeah, attack with Werebear, then use lightning to like melt everyone down a little bit and then finish off with Werebear to build up more like mana so I could use more. That's like my, my, that was my, uh, my gameplay loop for a while there. And I was doing that and every now and then like everyone would start exploding and I'm going, what the fuck happened? Oh, and then someone just like, like necromancer, necromancer <laughs> sweeps in just being like, yeah. Cold explosion. Yeah, fucking having the best time. As someone who ran with Brendan, who, yeah. um, of course, is a guest of the show occasionally, who runs Necro, yep. uh, I got quite used to corpses exploding and yep. just being, like, have, like appreciating that they make his skeletons semi-transparent. So whenever they're around, I'm like, they're not enemies, they're just it's his fine. skeletons. It's, okay. it's completely fine. Nothing wrong here. It's all fine. It's, uh, yeah, I, I it took, because I, I, I finished Diablo 3 and like resurrection of evil and all that stuff, all, all the the d3 stuff i played through all that on switch as a necromancer so yeah corpse explosion so was like, good it's your bread and butter like corpse explosion and skelly mans like that's that's what you do and it took every i was like i hovered over necromancer this i know time. i was like it's just like oh it's like it's like putting it's like just getting a nice warm blanket and just putting it over you a, a warm blanket made of like bones yeah yeah it, like i didn't roll the necromancer at all in d4 most because i know it's gonna be i know it's gonna be it's fun. gonna be fucking and fun. i will have a necro character on d4 but i was like i'll be a wizard i'll be because oh, like yeah one of our one of my friends was yeah was brennan was the, the um the necro and the other was a barbarian so right. I actually really want to give the rogue a try. The rogue was the other one I want to try as well. He looks cool as shit. Looks really cool fun. Shit. Yeah. I, before we get too much further in, I want to, again, it's such a small thing these days, like most games have it for stuff like this. Love the character creator. Yes. Yes. The character creator was excellent. Very cool. So very cool looking characters is what I could, I've either I made or I've seen other people make as well. It's great. Yeah. yeah I love my druid. She was, she was great. And looked looked totally badass. And, and the gear looks cool as shit as well. At the gate yes. as well, I noticed. Oh my god, yeah. Like, <laughs> some of the... Like, especially because you... Like, I mean... Spoilers, but like... Yeah, it's, it's an open beta. It's an open beta. But like, you, it plops you into like, a, like a, a pretty frosty area. So all the gear you start picking up is like, sort of a bit more like wintery themed third baby yeah so like lots of big fur coats with massive collars and um the druid stuff like all the helms were like looked they reminded me of like hellas from oh nice like thor love uh, thor ragnarok like and yeah i had a couple of ones i'm like oh these look so good like big deer antler style looking things and i was like this is rad i do i also really appreciate they've taken a much more flexible approach to transmogs Mm -hmm. like which is again for people who don't like the fuck does transmog mean which i'm sure there's someone out there of course basically that is just the act of applying the visual look of another piece of gear onto the gear you're wearing and again in d3 they did eventually make that easy to do you just want just like you get a piece of gear, and as long as you salvage it, you unlock it, and then you can apply it freely, mm-hmm. and it applies to the slot, which is nice. Yeah, it, so it you, almost so you have to like... worry about like if you put on a new piece of gear, you don't have to go back and retransmog yeah. it. Just so, but if you like the new piece of gear, you can disable that slot. Yeah. So it's, again, um, just cool. 
for, it's, for like fashion fashion souls fashion game it's an absolutely. important part of these games oh man there's nothing worse than where you've like this is all my good gear and you yeah. just look like you've been fucking patchwork yeah, together it like it's yeah so I, I think I had like a full set of like really good like yellow armor at one nice. point and it actually was yellow colored as well and it looked really nice I'm like oh I like this well, also taking, they're taking like the bungee sort of shader approach to the gear as well, well that's what I was going to bring up yeah I feel like that's a very good point as well it, it definitely had that sort of shaders vibe to it which which works it's it's a great way of doing things yeah. hopefully there's a way to unlock more in the full game because i kind of didn't like a great deal of the options but mm-hmm. again beta who knows this game's gonna have battle passes coming out the wazoo oh, so yeah. yep there's gonna be a lot of um there's gonna be a lot of things to probably uh keep in mind when this game comes out but i mean at this point like yeah it was just fun to jump in there and 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 just fuck around and, and just m- mow down people as like a werebear and yeah. use my lightning to melt people. And then what, what did I pick up later as well? I picked up something else. Um, oh, it was like a um, my companion. I had like vines that would like swirl around me in the ground. And if it like touched an enemy every like 10 seconds, it would deal poison damage. Oh, nice. And then its actual ability was it could... um. Uh, like make a giant area of effect ring of like poison and grab so it basically like locks down an area and then you can just sort of like dash out and then rain lightning on them which is what i would do and then eventually i got i got wolves as well so i had vines and wolves just fucking running around me and i'm turning into a werebear i'm like this is the best as a sorcerer my stuff was a lot of us like you you would have recognized a lot of my the stuff from my kit from d3 like i had my laser beams back yeah it's more of a like constant stream of fire this time not directly a laser beam but still there uh the hydra turrets are back mm-hmm. um what else was there ice armor teleport all that sort of stuff yeah but uh it's just, again, it's just the act of making it all work well together and just having fun with it. Like, I got a cool, one of my, um, uh, one of my, my resource generators was like, like, you know, little lightning bolts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put some points into it to level it up to a point where sometimes when enemies died, they would drop little blue orbs, which if I picked up, it would then give me a charge where it would basically automatically attack an enemy nearby. But I could store like 15 or 20 of them. So I would just, we would go through a massive pack fight and I would scoop them all up and just walk up to the boss and be like, stand near me, I fucking dare you. Fuck off, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but even, speaking of bosses, they were actually a bit more inter- interesting to fight in this one versus mm-hmm. D3. Even, again, in D3, I feel like a lot of my memory is painted by every playthrough after my first one, mm-hmm. where basically the bosses are just big pinatas that you hit oh, to yeah. get loot of. Yep. Um, so that might change in D4, but initially at the gate, I did think they were more interesting to fight. And the dungeons kind of, not, again, I don't want to say they revolutionized it, but it wasn't always just simply, you know, draw the map and find the stairs down. Sometimes mm-hmm. you would have to collect items or do certain yeah. things. And again, it's it's a small thing, but it's just making me use a bit more of my brain yeah. playing a Diablo game was nice. Yeah, because I mean... Again, I, I say a bit more, because it exactly. wasn't much. <laughs> at the end of the day, you come to Diablo just to it is just a fun like it's borderline a clicker game like really when it comes down to it but like, in the end game it absolutely is when you're doing like millions of damage 100 oh, percent, yeah and it just it ramps up like a clicker game as well um it's an interesting point you bring up about the, the boss fights though as well because in d3 you had if you're playing on a controller but you had the dodge roll on the stick and that's now gone you've got you, a dash now you've got a dash that's assigned to the circle button so um which is an interesting choice. At a certain point, I got a second charge for it. So awesome. it looks like there'll be ways. I think it came from a piece of gear I had. Okay. So um, there'll be ways to get more 
charges, but yeah, that and um, the health potions mm. being four uses until you, and then you have to re- refill them by picking up the health globes. Enemies drop them all the time, oh, yeah. so it was not really a problem. So I'm not sure if that'll be something they tune. Yeah. Because like, it felt like there wasn't much point to having four charges because I would always just top it back up immediately. There were a couple of boss fights where I... Yeah, bosses actually is a good point. Where I was like, yeah, it was, it was pretty... I think the last boss I was fighting before... I gave up and did something else. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I was doing the math of like, okay, I can get it to this point and then he drops another one that I can pick up. If I've already used three by then, then I'm going to only have two. I don't think it's going to be enough for me to get to his next chunk of health. Hilariously, the barbarian can actually knock some bosses on their ass. Oh, really? So my barbarian friend was just basically knocking some of them over and we just start bullying them. That's hilarious. That's so good. Um, uh, the other thing too, you, I think you mentioned earlier on, uh, sort of taking more notes from Diablo Two, and I think that's very much prevalent in the, the tone. The tone is of who? Oh my god! Our character's so dumb. Yeah, we get. Yep, we get poisoned very early on in this in again in the story. Yep, and I was like, okay, wow, okay, all right, and then like not, I want to say not like 10, 15 minutes later, we get invited into a stranger's house mm-hmm. and offered a drink, and we're just like. All yeah, right. Cool. Yeah, I had the same thing. Like, I was like, hell? "You just got drugged." We, and this like, just happened. Was almost like, like sacrificed basically <laughs> to the, the the greater good or the greater evil in that in this aspect. But like, yeah, man. like whatever. I guess have that drink. <laughs> I do like the fact that they're doing a lot more like cutsceney stuff. As I know. Well. I had to skip so much of it because I'm like, no, I'm going to play the game. So yeah. I don't really want to absorb too much of this now. And it's not even like, all right, cool, you enter an area and it's like, oh, here's a pre-rendered cutscene or anything. Like that. It's like using the engine where the camera would like swoop in yeah. into the scene, and it's like, oh, that's really like cool. using your model and stuff. And like even yeah. like NPCs with the dialogue is a bit more interesting than mm-hmm. previous. Again, I can't. Just, I've I've. It's going to sound like I'm throwing a lot of shade at D3. Um, the game is fun. It had its but moments. But realistically, yeah. it's just a game where you just run through it. You don't worry too much about it. It's got a story. Uh, it is a perfect Switch game. Like, it, it is just is. the it most is. perfect Switch game ever. It's, yeah, it's made for that console. Like, it runs so well. It, and it is just like, just hang back in handheld mode on the couch and just fuck around with it. But I'm a, I'm a, like, we've got Lilith now. Yes. She's cool as shit. Her yes. design is incredible. Fucking amazing. That opening cutscene, which I'm pretty sure was like the reveal trailer, is just sick. It's it, great. Like, it gave me like chills multiple times. Yeah, it's like, so good. The part where like the the, the the two adventurers get put up on the wall and their blood starts coming out and forming that circle. Kind of, yeah. Oh, it was it was so grotesque. And then the way that like forms a veil that she then comes through. Yeah, oh, it's so cool. It it was giving me some like real like bloodborne sort of like it taking some 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 Miyazaki notes, I feel as well from like. Well, that would nearly be like taking some berserk notes. <laughs> well, okay, yep, right, yep. But yeah, I get you, I get what you mean. Like the very specific sort of like it's like yeah, it's unsettling. The it's whole not, thing. It's not new for Diablo, but I think no. it feel. I don't know why it felt fresh for D four to be doing it, but it's maybe because like I don't remember much of that sort from D three. Maybe it's because I'm actually looking forward to Lil as a bad guy. Because yeah. Again, even though the bosses are just big pinatas, it's nice to have a reason mm-hmm. to want to fight them. And D three didn't have that, right? D 3s bosses sucked. Sorry, I couldn't. And then the fucking tell you anyway. the story. The story that unfolded with Leia was just sad. I'm like, oh, I feel bad. Just yep. like this character we're rolling with is just like, oh hey, what's up? Boom, you're Diablo now. It's like, yep. well, what do we do? Kill Diablo? I'm like, 
What about oh, Leia? She's like, she's gone. I'm like, she's, yeah, she's done. Fuck, that sucks. It, yeah. Oh, I've got a legendary at least. Yeah. It was like, it was a cool, like, I see what they were going for with it. It just didn't, it just yeah. didn't, they didn't land it. Um, And, and yeah, this, this, and I thought it was just going to be that opening cut scene. I was like, oh, this is really good. But like, that carries through, like, everything you're doing is like, in the environments as well. Yeah. When you get taken to that, when you get drugged, you get taken to that, like, fucking barn and it's just like dripping with it's a very wet game i think it's probably the best way of putting very it. wet game it's very it's dripping that there was like i think a cavern like a, a dungeon i went into that was just like there was just like i don't even know like it felt like the last of us tv show i'm bringing it up again but like those those versions of like cordyceps and stuff were everywhere and there was like stuff crawling around underneath that wasn't attacking me but it was just it was there they look very detailed the, the environments are very detailed uh enemies as gross as always oh yeah like there's this gross spider host enemies that are just probably oh, the worst oh, thing i've seen in my entire yeah. life i'm like okay well i hate you they took uh, spiders and made you a fire yeah they took spiders and made them worse which yeah. is a it's commendable in a way. But. In a way. Uh, the, the zones were massive. We only had access to Act, act 1, obviously, mm-hmm. but it was a very big area. We, could, mm-hmm. we had a lot of free reign. Uh, introduced, like, public event sort of stuff, which yeah. which was cool as well. I like, do like that. See an orange circle on the map and run to it, and you can just participate in, like, a world activity. We didn't get to fight the world boss because all the times were, like, America-centric, like, US-centric. Yep. So, we sadly, the closest was, like, a, a 6 p.m. one on Sunday, but mm. I was like, I'm just not, I'm not home, so... Nah. Unfortunately, I did not get to fight. I think Ashava is the boss of the name of the boss. Something um, like that, yeah. Would have been really cool to fight that. Apparently, it's pretty pretty intense. Yeah, like, it's yeah. right here. Uh, the Butch was apparently in it as well. Oh, I, really? I never ran into him, though. Uh, the one thing I hope is I really hope they bring back that enemy from D3 uh, from a console version. That nightmare guy who would, like, invade... He would kill you. Say he killed you, right? Mm. He killed you, and then he would invade my world... And it would be like, I forget his name, it's like Slayer of Jolly Mac. Oh. And it, it, would, it would play that horn and he'd be like, shit, where is he? That's awesome. And then if he killed you, he would move on to your next friend. Or if you killed him, you would get a bunch of loot and a gift to send to you. That's really And I cool. really hope that guy comes back. Or like they take that idea and evolve it in D4, because that was one of my favorite parts about Diablo 3. It was just like hearing that horn being like, fuck, time, oh, to, do some, time to do some avenging. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm... I'm pretty fucking excited for this game like i was always like in the back of my mind going yeah diablo 4 like i'm i'm pretty keen for it like i had a i only just finished playing diablo 3 like playing through all of that on switch a couple of years ago i think during lockdown i um i went back to it and just powered through it all um and i had a really great time with it but yeah and then they announced diablo 4 and i'm like yep yeah, it's coming out and i'm like oh yeah, sweet and just kept going oh, diablo 4 is coming and now having gone hands-on with it and just been like Oh, this is, oh, this is fun. Joel, I'm screwed. Yeah. Oh, this is, it's. I'm so screwed. It's this, horrible timing. This comes out in June. Yep. Like, it's horrible it's timing. Weeks, weeks after Tears of, weeks after Tears of the Kingdom, weeks before Final Fantasy 16. Oh my God. Days, I forget if it's before or after, but it's basically in the same week as Street Fighter 6. It's, yeah. And I, it'll be like, maybe, uh, I'm trying to do the math in my head. I think. It'll be early on in a new season of Destiny. Oh, shit. Destiny is a big problem here. <laughs> I'm so far behind. I'm so far behind. Well, because, like, the season for, the seasonal story just wrapped, so it's only a five-step story because they have the okay. expansion. But, like, usually the 
opening season is shorter because they know you've got the story to play through. And also um, they, they bundle it with... Yeah, exactly. So like, forward, it's sort of yeah. like a, yeah, you get both of them for, yep. for, for coming in. But yeah, the next season one will be, I mean, I say longer. It'll have like probably three extra weeks of like story stuff. But yep. um, either way, like I'm going to be juggling Destiny 2 and Diablo 4. So That's, um, it's yep. bad. It's going to be bad. And I'm already committed to like trying to, to get competent at Street Fighter 6. So I'm, I'm, I'm real fucked. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm screwed as well. I just have to, I have to try to have Tears of the Kingdom mostly finished by then, I guess. And then I'll just, I'll dedicate like a couple of weeks to just purely D4. But here's the thing though. It's like, you don't want to rush Tears of the Kingdom either. Cause it's like, no, I took like, soak I think, that game up. I think it took a month playing yeah. for a while. It took ages between like, and I remember when I could finally go to Hyrule Castle, I'm like, is there anything else? Is there anything yeah. else I can do? I'm like, open sure. my map and scouring it. I'm like, what else have I got? There's a, what's this I'm little, not finding the Koroks. <laughs> what's this little island down on the right-hand side? I think I've been there, yeah. yeah. Good, go good news is, well, I, because there was that Breath of the Wild presentation, I did reinsert the cart into my Switch. Because I was like, I want to try and play Breath of the Wild before Tears of the Kingdom comes oh. out. Maybe not finish it, but just like, get a, get a, yeah. get a, get a, a touch of that world again in that very specific way of playing Zelda. And as soon as I put it in and started playing, I was like, oh, fuck, this game's so good. Yeah, man. Now you've said that, I'm like, that's actually not a bad idea. April, my oh. April's a bit empty. So yeah. So I think. I mean, like, yeah, I've, I still haven't picked up Resident Evil 4 yet. So I'm, I'm, and I want to, but. <laughs> I think I'm halfway through that and then Dredge came out. So. Yeah. But at I least got... I've nearly finished Dredge and it's back to RE4 and I can finish it. <laughs> I just saw today that there was a, a, a game that I've sort of like been sort of keeping my eye on out of the corner of my eye. Um, launched on Game Pass today called Infinite Guitars, which looks like it's like a turn-based strategy game that's also rhythm-based and also set in like a sci-fi rock future. I'm like, yeah, okay, this sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> like my Game Pass sub just came out the other day. I'm like, well, I'm committed to another month. Fuck it, I'll download this. So, God damn you, Game Pass. But Diablo 4, I think it's safe to say we're both very excited for it. Um, Closing in, mere months to go. Comes out start of June, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's gonna be for some. For some, like I'm okay because I've got other stuff to occupy me. But I've seen plenty of other people who are just like hooked on Diablo, being like they're waiting for it. Yeah, and that's for people like them is why D two was discounted. I realize I've been swapping back between seeing like D two and D three, and then Diablo two and Diablo three. But whatever, you just have to deal with it. It's I guess. fine. Yeah, um, it's yeah, like. I'm sort of halfway between where I was like, I was playing it. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is good. This is good. And just like sinking into my seat, just being like, yeah, this, this is a nice feeling. Um, but yeah, I think any, any other closing thoughts about the beta before? No, it's just, it's great. Just, I really, I really appreciated how it played. Um, I would, I mean, it's, again, I don't want to judge it because it's just a beta. I hope there's more color in the full game. Yeah. Because I totally get what they're going for, but also we have colors. We have color now. Yeah. I feel like once you get out of that opening area, which everything is very bleak and snow covered Mm, and like desolate. I'm hoping there's like a a jungle somewhere or something. Yeah. I know Diablo 3 eventually got to that sort of stuff. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm not, but I just hope because I, I worry, I just don't want to be too grim dark yeah bland like come on let's have some fun guys we have hdr now let's let's yeah. exploit that and, and do and like it's all well and good to be like grim dark with your story and your narrative which is fine and i think it's great i think it's a nice 
it's making me care. Like it's actually making me go like pay attention um, to the story and what's going on, and even like the side quest stuff as well. Like there's some there was some interesting side. I skipped quests a lot of stuff just because again I was just like I'm gonna play this game when it comes out. So whenever was, a conversation came up, I'm like I'm sorry, but I'm holding circle to skip. And I'm just gonna go and pop some more monsters for loot. No I offense, was, I want to enjoy your story, but only when there's not a time gate. I need to hit level 20. <laughs> yeah, see, maybe that's what, that was my problem, as I was just too busy fucking around with characters and listening to what they had to say too much. That was my issue. I care too much. Too absorbed, too engaged to I be cared. like... Yeah. It's a numbers game, Joel. It's a numbers game. I care too much about the World of Sanctuary. Level 16, that's a rookie. Those are rookie numbers. It fucking was. you got to pump was, those numbers up. And I was doing well. I was feeling really good about it because I started and I'm like, it's the same thing, where I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to get to level 10 pretty easily. That's no problem. But even then, I was like, okay... I'm burning through a couple of levels here. And then I got to like 15 and I was like, oh no, no, I need more time, please. Uh, but Blizzard. Was, it was not meant to be. Um, unlike our friend who thought he had less, our friend Ben, yeah. uh, who thought he had less time and uh, like bl- blazed to level 20 over like a day and a half. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do some more tomorrow. And he's like, wait, is it still on? To- I said, yeah, it's Tuesday morning. It's-. He's like, fuck. He's like, God damn it. I didn't think I had more time. Like, I just like, like barrel rolled it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try and do it tonight. I had to, I had to get it done before that though, because I was on story mode on the Monday. Of so course. I was like, cool. I've got Saturday and Sunday to play Diablo. So that's why I partied up and just like, I made it happen. Yep. <laughs> made it happen. But I got there. So I've got, I can look forward to my little backpack. You can look at my backpack, Joel. It's okay. Fine. But like glaring enviously at it. I'm like, oh, fuck a wolf in my backpack. <laughs> anyway, speaking of like adorable, charming, wonderful things, I think it's time we moved on to our next game. We've uh, well, I've dabbled a little bit in, but you've played, you've sunk a bit of time into. Yes, and that yes. is Chia. Yeah, so Chia was revealed in a state of play, if I recall correctly. I think so. Or like yeah. one of those PlayStation showcases, and mm-hmm. I think. I don't think I was alone, but like immediately I was just like, I like this game. I mm. like it. It look, it's just it looks like Breath of the Wild plus Mario Odyssey. Yeah, and I'm happy to report the game is pretty much that. Yeah, like, it, yeah. It's uh, I didn't get to the part where the Mario Odyssey comparison came into it. Um, you're not honestly. It happens very early on, so you're not far off. I, I didn't think I'd be too far off it, but like I, I will go back to it. I think, but yeah, I, I think that yeah, it's a very good like point of comparison. Um. Yeah, so this is a game as well that's heavily, I want to say influenced, but it is like runs deeply rich with uh, like New Caledonian. Yeah, New Caledonia, yeah. Uh, like lore and history that they've sort of like taken bits of and like reworked and, and, and done. There's a really nice like intro part that sort of, there's just text where the developers are being like, hey, we really care a lot about this game. This is what it's all about. This is the type of stuff we're going to be talking about. Um, we have changed some things and some locations and, and whatnot, but generally this is like, we wanted to present to the world, like, you know, the history of new Caledonia in some way. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, really nice. I really appreciate as well, but it's fully di- like, like all the dialogue is in Drehu and French. Yes. It's all, yeah. so it's all subtitled. I really like that. Even the singing is, oh, it's great. Joel, the singing is so good. It's, the music is this, excellent. This game is like a hug. <laughs> it is. It really it's is. It's so nice. It has, like, it's not without its issues, but like any issues that I could bring up, 
are immediately forgotten when I have a cutscene where we play, we do like a sing-along where I play my little ukulele and then we leave that and then I immediately run out into the world and possess a pigeon and do a poop and then fly away. Yeah, it's, it's like, I don't care anymore. Like, maybe there were some problems back there, but like, I'm having fun. This is nice. It's like you start up and you go, oh, it's only in 30 frames or whatever. But like, It's been patched now. Has it really? Oh, it's now got, okay. it's got fidelity and performance options now. Sick, so it's been awesome. patched. Okay, yeah. that's all right. I might have to go. I'm going to play Dredge tonight, but maybe over the weekend I'm going to play some more cheer because... Yeah, it's really nice, and it just it is so yeah, like it is like a hug. It is like a nice warm blanket that you put on, yeah. and just curl up. And it, yeah, the music, I don't know, really got me. Like the music is really good in this game. It's phenomenal. Um, and yeah, and the fact that you have some sort of like input into that as well, like where you can, mm. it is basically like a little rhythm game. Very, it's basically the rhythm game from The Last of Us Part Two. If you've played this, the rhythm sections in that, some of them get pretty intense. They, yeah, it I does. was kind of shocked. I'm like, well, I just want to watch this now. Sorry, I can't, I can't do this. And when you pull it out, because you can pull it out at any moment when you sit at a campfire, you can sit down and like play your ukulele, um, and you bring up like the instructions of like all the stuff, and you can do a lot of stuff. That you can bend notes and strum up, strum down. You can pick, you can change like the. Oh, it's it's just... very cool, and I love that kind of stuff. And I love that someone's already that the um PlayStation, the PlayStation Twitter account tweeted out someone doing the um the Last of Us theme in it. Of course, as well. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's cool. Um, but yeah, it's that's the thing that stuck out to me in the, the very like probably the hour or so that I've played with it. Um, is that, yeah, the music is gorgeous. And, like, kind of, like, it sets up its stakes really quite quickly, but it also made me give a shit, too. Like, I was, I was sort of, I bought into it pretty quickly. Yeah, I can, I think I can see where the story's going, and I'm very much, I'm enjoying it. Uh, how far, so how far in the story did you get? So you haven't gotten your powers yet, have you? No, so... So does that mean... the Are you still with your dad? The dad's just been taken. Then you know the part I'm going to point out of how cool it is. Like, when she first does the possession power. Yes, yeah. Like, just possesses a machete. Yep. That's just cool. And just straight up murders. Goes for, goes for kill. Just fucking murders. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, like, wakes up and she's, like, fucking covered in blood. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa. this game's not holding back. But, yeah. No, I it's it's, it's really cool. I, I'm really enjoying what I've played of it. But... Someone who's played a little bit more, um, yeah. So I don't. It's it's hard to talk about because like so there's no there's no combat in the game. Not really. Mm -hmm. The closest thing is there are like fabric like camps full of enemies, like fabric based enemies that you have to burn them and the clothing piles, and you get like a little a little chest with with some like costume items or like stuff for your boat in it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's probably the closest the game has to combat, and all that really uses is like picking up a like a lamp or a, a, a gas canister. And throwing it, and it'll take care of it. Yeah. There is a thing you get later that can make that makes it a bit quicker, a bit easier to do. Which I won't, I won't spoil. It's not it's not a massive, massive spoiler, but it's a cool thing when you get it. Okay. Um. So that's neat. But apart from that, the story is yes, yeah, nice. The cutscenes with the a lot of them with, with music and like performances are sick. Uh, exploring the world is really nice. It's taking me a while to get used to the um the ping for the map. Which I remember right. hearing about in previews, and I was like, I wonder if I'll keep that. And they did. And that's said, you can pull up your map at any point. You can drop pins on there, yep. and then you can open up your compass, and it'll point you towards it. But as far as the map goes, you not, you don't really know where you are. You can press a button to like get a vague circle, and the mm -hmm. cat, like, she'll comment on where she thinks you're near. Um, 
that seconds I'm getting used to, uh, it's not a huge issue. It's just a bummer when you're like, I kind of want to know where I am. And the game's like, you're in a circle. I'm like, but yeah, where? But also, like, I really... Which usually just becomes me dropping a pin and then looking at my compass and being like, I guess I'm about here. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, maybe that's their intention. It is, like, maybe like it is. Like, wayfinding through the game, which is a cool way of doing that, because I know games have done that before, that, that sort of fun stuff before. Like, I know Ghost of Tsushima did the the leaves thing, like, having yeah, no, like... Yeah, that was cool. But you could also you could also pull up your map and be like, oh, I'm right here. Yeah. But but if you were going, like, you know, minimal HUD and all that sort of stuff, you can, you, yeah, just like, all right, the leaves are blowing that way. I'm going to head that direction. That's my yeah. next my next objective. Even Elden Ring as well. With the, yeah, um, with the guiding lights. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, again, not a huge issue. It's just taking some adapting. I've gotten mm. used to it now, but it, at, initially it was just like, this is going to take a... I'm going to have to get used to this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the water's packed full of, like, just little things you can collect and find and do. There's, um, like, stamina fruits. You can pick those up and eat them to increase your stamina for climbing and gliding. Mm-hmm. It also doubles, I guess, as your your health meter. Like, there's no real consequence for dying. You just, like, spawn at a nearby campfire. But, um, you know, it's just... it's a It, it covers all those bases with a one stamina meter. Yep. Uh, there are little caves you can go into where you can, you can basically get an item to extend your... Because when you possess a creature, you have a certain amount of time you can do that for. Right, okay. And I think it's like three bars initially, but as you do more of the caves, that adds an extra bar to it. Cool. So um, those became my number one priority. Of course, I was like, yeah. I must seek these all out. Yeah. What's really cool about them is to get into them, there are these like little totem heads you've got to carve out, and each one's got like a certain pattern you need to follow. Like you might need to like carve out the eyes or like knock out a couple of teeth or stuff like that. That's it's cool. a really small thing, but it's cool because to do it, you've got to find the one you want. You hover over it on the map and it'll say, this is the face it needs. When you find a nearby like little carving station and then you go there and you chip it out and put it in your pocket and take it with you. That's cool. It's just neat. It's really cool. Um, I've done a couple of those and they have like little challenges. Again, not on the same level, but shrines from Breath of the Wild are my that's, closest point of comparison. Feeling like, yeah. like you go into them and you've got to do a certain activity. One of them was like get to begin without being spotted, so like hiding behind rocks and stuff. Another one was like shoot the little fireflies with a slingshot. So you know, little things like that. But that's the clo- the best comparison I can offer is like it reminds me of those shrines. Uh, what else is there? It's the rock stacking game. The rock stacking game. I love that shit. It's great. Yeah, and they give you songs as well, so... They do, yeah. So I was they're like, also very important. I, yeah, I did the first one, I was like, that was a lot, a lot of fun. It was like, here's a new song. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do all these. There's like um, cooking stations, and yep. there is campfires that have like made meals. I always eat them. I'm like, oh, looks delicious. <laughs> yeah, the food looks amazing. I don't, I don't need to eat it, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, every time I sit down at a campfire, it's... Yeah, yep. yeah absolutely. You or you wake up in the morning, you have a sleep, you wake up, you're just like, I'm gonna eat. Yep, cool. You can put your ukulele out. Yep. You can change all your costume stuff at the um at the campfires as well. So good. Uh, a lot of customization in terms of like... I was kind pieces. of surprised. Like, yeah. the amount of items I've unlocked so far... It's really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of options to work with. Some of them are like on tone like you know like dresses and tops and that skirts and stuff some of them are like blazers and i got one i got a mod for my ukulele to make it look like a metal like a electric guitar i'm like that doesn't feel right i'm not doing that no 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 maybe if you want to do it you can do it it's an option you have normally i'd be all about that shit but i'm like i i as someone who like dabbles in ukulele i'm just like no i'm having a nice wooden one it looks good uh but yeah like it's just it's 
it's just kind of a fun world to explore. And that's what matters the most, right? Is you want to have, you want to enjoy throwing yourself around this island. And you really do once you start, when you unlock the, the Mario Odyssey possession stuff. Yeah. And you like, you can go from being in a bird to like popping out of it and then being in a fish or yep. you can possess a rock and throw it into the sky. And then, because obviously when you, so you, you can possess a rock and then there's a button to aim it. Right. So you, then you aim it and it'll give you like your little trajectory. Then you launch it and it shoots you out. But if you're quick, you can then repossess again and jump into the rock and just like launch yourself. It's just like, oh my God. in a weird way, it's, I'm going to still love Tears of the Kingdom, but I kind of want Tears of the Kingdom to have something like this now. Well, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people who were doing that kind of weird shit with with Breath of the Wild as well. When yeah, like, like as the as the years went on, people were just still figuring out different stuff that they could do with like stasis and stuff like that, which was cool. Um, yeah, we're not going to talk about it here, but it was a very very good Tears of the Kingdom video. It's going to be the talking point for story mode next yeah. week, so keep your ears out for that. But um. I remember watching that and being like, oh, people are going to break this game apart and I yeah. cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be awesome to watch people just absolutely ruin this thing. Like, it's... And, and it's great because that's going to be the intention. Anyway, we're not talking yeah, about no, that. Yeah, no, we're talking about that. That's, that's the story mode next week. So yep. look forward to that. Um, but yeah, Chia... And I really do... I mean it in the highest regard, but I do get some Breath of the Wild vibes from it. Because mm-hmm. it's just... It's just fun to be in this world. I feel and like the they, story is interesting. Yeah. And the cutscenes are great. It's yeah, it, it is. It's this nice little package. And the fact that it they they did do the, the stray route with it as well. Yes, that does help. Um so it was just it was there. So you just be like, alright, cool. If you if you're at a, a high enough plus Yeah, like tier. deluxe and above. Deluxe and premium or whatever it is the second tier yeah the second not the top above. tier because that's the stupid tier with the classics that we don't get yeah the second tier it has access to like the, the playstation like library i guess yeah the yeah playstation catalog the catalog yeah. yeah catalog yeah that's yeah what the game catalog um yeah so it, it's it, it the, the the barrier of entry if you've got that is zero to none yeah literally so like it's you know, that's why I checked it out. Apart from the fact that it was a, it looked like a great game. And yeah. We've sort of been following it for a little while now. Um, and it had playable ukulele in it. So I was like, yeah, of course <laughs> I can. I do like the first little rhythm game you do with, with the, the leaves. The leaves yeah. Like the rhythm leaves. I'm like, oh, that's really nice. There's been, a, I feel like I've had a few different instruments as well. It's not always the ukulele. So that's, that's nice. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the thing that got me most excited about it. And it's not, it's, you don't have to do that. You don't have no, to engage in that. You can all. there's a le- you can press in the left stick to autoplay, which mm-hmm. I'll admit I did occasionally because a, what was happening in the in the the cutscene at the song part, I was like I actually want to watch this yeah. and like read the lyrics to the songs, and b it, like I said earlier, it surprisingly can get pretty intense. Yeah, it's <laughs> and yeah. I and I wouldn't care. But it does grade you afterwards. It, it's like oh, that's the thing. Fifty percent complete. I'm like, fuck you. How I dare, love. How dare you? I, I, I fucking. So the game was like, hey, this, there are rhythm game segments, but it's okay. There's no, there's no real need to do well, and then you just have fun with it. And at the end of it, it's like, no, nah, fuck you. We're gonna grade you on you this shit. Suck. I got ninety nine percent on one. And I was like, go. Same. Fuck yourself. I got. I was like, that's it. I'm done. We're done here. I was like, you son of a bitch. I was like, every ounce of strength. I'd just be like. With the replay button, the <laughs> fucking do it again. There's a trophy for getting 100% on song, so oh they do God. reward you for it. Mm. Okay, well, anyway, any uh, closing thoughts about Chia before we? No, because I haven't finished it yet, yeah. but I, I'm going to actually endeavour to finish it because I really, I really am enjoying it. I've heard it's not an overly 
It doesn't feel like it. Game it, it's, it feels like, honestly, it's as long as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you can blow through a story pretty quickly. But if you want to play the game more, there's all that other stuff to find in the world. And yep. that, that could be a reason to stick around if you want to. It uh, seems like the... It does seem like the the... the the objective of the game is to to explore. Oh yeah, to, go have to be in a world. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, hey, you want to be a dolphin? Here you go. Just be Fuck a dolphin. You want to be a dolphin? Yeah, they go really fast, but also drains like the, the the possession meter really quickly. So you know, be prepared for that. But it is fun. You buck, you blitz through the ocean when you're a dolphin. And then another time, I thought I was gonna, I was like, oh yes, a dolphin, and I went to possess it. I was a fucking dugong, and I was like. Man, this is the slowest yeah, I've exactly. moved. God damn it. This I could probably swim faster than this is the little girl. This is this is the opposite outcome <laughs> that I wanted. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 so far very charming. Uh, again, not that it's issues. I can't think of any issues off the top of my head. Like, it was the initial sort of performance stuff, but there's been a patch for that now. And even then, the performance stuff was, it wasn't like... huge. It wasn't huge. It was just, like, jarring, because we're in the age now. I know. Like, of just being used to... And it's hard not to be a little snobbish about it, but... That's why it's going to be funny when Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Yeah. Because, like, I never a was a huge... I, I know that there's always been that 30 versus 60 frame rate discussion. Mm-hmm. But generally, I didn't care. Um, but then I started playing more... Like, for having the option of open to me, I would pick 60. And I'd be like, this looks really nice. Yep. So, but now when I see a 30 game, I do kind of have to be like, all right. Okay. I guess. No I've, option. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna I guess we're doing this. Adjust myself and just get myself back into that right frame of mind. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Cool. Yep. Especially in Tears of the Kingdom. Try my, yeah. That's because. Because Chia got a patch, so you can choose now, but Tears is not going to have that. Let's be honest. Switch is doing its best. Yep. Yep. We're not talking about it here. No, we're not. We're not talking about Tears of the Kingdom here. We're not talking about it here. We're not talking about Tears of the Kingdom and we're not talking about Dredge. No. That's it. Not happening this episode. We've got plans for those things. Fuck. And the Mario movie, but and like, we're not talking about that either. Stop yeah, it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but what we will be talking about is uh, something a little sad. But we'll get to that when we move into the bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round is our what we uh, you know whatever we want to bring to the table segment of the show where it's not really a dope or nope or anything like that. It's just sort of. Generally, a big topic that we want to bring up, and um, tell you what, pretty big fucking topic we've got this week, uh, because just this morning, before we started recording, um, the uh, Repop and the ESA have announced that E three is not happening this year, potentially ever again. The wording is so vague. Exactly. And he's, that, this is where the conversation, I guess, is probably going to be centered yeah. around. So. so what happened here is actually, I mean, I, it's so hard because we woke up in Australian time, right? So we mm-hmm. woke up and the, the news was out there. But it sounded like I remember going to bed the other night and there was already people people being. So obviously, some of the big headlines, if we had a dope on it, we're going to be Ubisoft pulled out. I think Sega did and Tencent was skipping. Yeah. We already knew the big three weren't going to be there. The, the Ubisoft one was huge because they were going to be there. That was a thing. Yeah. So they were going to be there and it was like, well, since they've pulled out, oh, okay. That seems a little, things are a bit shaky now. So discussions had already been like, what if they cancel? And yeah, when we wake up today, apparently there were people saying in the early morning, they're like, pretty big news coming. <laughs> and um, but yeah, so E3 and has been canceled. Repop and again, I think IGN may have broken the story, but there is so. a... 
a statement on the E3 Twitter account for whatever, like, even though it doesn't matter anymore, which just says, ReadPop and the Entertainment Software Association, ESA, have announced that both the digital and physical events for E3 2023 are cancelled. So, not, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised. No. I, I'm kind of sick of it at this point. Like, all right, what's in the news this week? Oh, we're talking E3. It's bad news. All right, it always is. Never yep. good news for E3. It really isn't. It hasn't been since... Since COVID. Yeah, since COVID. It's, well, since it's before been... that, I guess, because the year before that was the big leak. And that was sort of like the beginning of the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, so people started being like, hang on. Well, okay. Because that, that was bad. And that pissed off, you know, the journalists to go to these of things. Of course, yeah. Um, which is, again, what E3 was... It was about. Made yeah. for, and yeah. Uh, but then, obviously, COVID hit. And then the other foot dropped where publishers were like, oh, we don't really need to spend all this money hiring show floor and doing yep. big conferences. We'll just do digital things. Yep. And then both of those things hitting at once has sort of really made it really hard for E3 to come back uh, to the point where we've arrived here, where it was going to be the, the big return of a physical show. Mm-hmm. And it does suck. I'm not going to be one of those people who's like celebrating it. Sure, it has, it has the pro- its you know own fair share of problems and the ESA sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But... I would be lying if I said I didn't miss E3. As much as I enjoy Jeff Keighley's stuff, um, I think I've said in the past just how much it's nice to have a, an event that just makes everyone happen in like four or five days. Yeah, And then yeah. it's just nice. You power through that and you're like, cool, I'm good now. You're like um, unpacking, decompress from it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You, get that, you get your cool announcements for stuff coming later in the year. Mm-hmm. And you you know when to look forward to them. <laughs> you like start planning stuff out, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not gonna celebrate. So I, I mean, I'm gonna. I'll celebrate the fact that the ESA, like you said, are garbage. Yes, they suck. They suck. And um, and this is, this is kind of their fault in some way, shape, or form. Um, apart from the fact that you know, when it comes down to it, yeah, they don't. Other publishers realizing they don't need to do this anymore. Um, but it is sad, and I think that's probably gonna be. The crux of the conversation. Let's talk about about good times at E3. Some yeah, fun, well, because funny three moments. We're lucky, right? This doesn't really affect us either way. No, we live all the way over in Australia. Mm-hmm. Going there would be way too expensive, mm-hmm. so it was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. But um, it was nice to look forward to those conferences in in the cold winter mornings. Oh yeah, that was like the, when we first started this podcast. Um, we would we were like legit covering them. As best we could, and like, there was that one year where we did all of them. We like, did we, all of that, them. That was stupid, and we'll never do it again. And recorded episodes after that were done. It was dumb. Fucking insane. Never again. Never again. I, I, it just it physically can't happen again. No, like it, it just it physically cannot happen again. For for me especially, it's like I can't. Like my three and a half year old will put a fucking <laughs> stop to that. One hundred percent. Like so, it's you know, and even if I wanted to stay up till three in the morning and like power through the day and then sleep for two hours and then get up and go to work or whatever. I can't do that anymore. I only do it for Nintendo. Yeah. Everyone else, I'll just wake up early and watch it before. But, like, I will stay up for Nintendo like an idiot. But it's also good, too, because Nintendo's usually, like, 1 a.m. Yeah. Well, it's, like, not terrible. Usually 2, I think. But even two, then, 2 yeah. done by 2.30, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you can always, like, have a nap beforehand, then watch it, then go back to sleep. But yeah. I'm like... You know, usually it was Microsoft. It was just like, hey, we're at three in the morning. I'm like, you would have no idea the difference between two and three. It was fucking Ubisoft. It was like, we're going at 5.30 a.m. You're like, 
No, but again, for those, I just like go to bed early and wake up early. But it was always after another one that was at 3 a.m. Yeah, so you so have would, to fucking barrel through that. all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the year that I did Because that. again, yeah, but the weird amount of difference between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. is startling. Oh, yeah. 3 a.m. is like, oh, okay, it's the morning. It's now. Like, you're in a bad place. <laughs> 2 a.m. is like, it's still night. I, even though it's years old now, the best just the best way to um, like to visual to to and to sound is still Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, and the contrast yep. between like the two AM music oh, yeah. as it gets to like three and four AM, where it's just like, what are you yeah, doing? Go to sleep. It's getting yeah. It's just like fuck the music off. just starts getting really weird and dumb, and you're like, it's like go to bed, go to bed. You should <laughs> like, not be here. Even the people who's like who made the like the music are just like we're tired. Just fucking go to sleep, mate. Like, come, come on, on, dude. The shops are closed. <laughs> yeah, you've fished everything out of the ocean. There's nothing more to clean up. Fucking go to you've, bed. You've already shaken all your trees. You've dug up all your fossils. Yeah. What are you doing? And you're like, fuck Stop you. It. I've changed the time on myself. Yeah, no. <laughs> fuck you. I can still move objects around. Yeah. Never, I never time traveled though. But um, are there any like, I guess, apart from like. Our own personal moments, which I think we could get to, we could probably touch on at some point as well. But like, I think, are there any like big moments from E3? Oh, I mean, E3's gone. There are lots, I I know, but like any that like jump out that you want to discuss. I mean, it, it would be it would be my personal ones, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. that's really is that's it. That's all because like there's been so many big E3 moments, but it's always gonna be the personal ones that you like remember, like, yeah, burned into your memory, yeah. Like, obviously, announcing FF7 Remake was yeah. bananas. Like, for years, we'd wanted it, and they were like, no, fuck yeah. off. And then one morning at June, like, one June morning at E3, because, like, Sony were the best for it, because their stuff was in the evening, like, US time. Yeah. So, so it, it would like, be, like, 11 a.m. here. So yeah, I'd be like, great. I'd be like, I'm on break. I can watch a little bit. Or, yep. like, I haven't started work just yet, so I'll just watch it now. Um, so, yeah, that was insane i remember messaging our friend brent about it it's bits we're just in disbelief yeah um so that was obviously probably number one but like there's just so many good ones like there really is it's yeah i man there's so many good things as well this is there's been some crazy wild ones as well um i mean it's a personal one for me because of of just the fact that it's become a, a bit of a joke in our friendship group as well but like because of that video that someone made of it but like that sony's uh, again, Sony, but like their uh, $599 uh, PlayStation 3 announcement. Um, Ridge Racer. Exactly, yeah. It's like, you know, real time weapon change and. Iconic. Hit this uh, enemy crab for massive damage. Like, yeah, it's his, weak point for yeah, massive damage. Um, you can use this PSP as a rear vision mirror. Yeah. <laughs> gimmicks, gimmicks. Yeah, it's just. It, it, it's very funny. Um, yeah, man. Like, this. The. Um... The drummer at the Nintendo one for Wii Music or whatever, yeah. for whatever it was. I remember him very, very clearly. Yep, yep. And then there's, 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 the, there's the awkward ones, like Miyamoto with the the Wii Motion Plus for, oh, for Skyward Sword. I have, I have never wished to shrink down so to like such a size that I no longer existed yep. as when I have when I was watching that. I'm just like, just like oh, no. help him. Help this that, man. This poor, wonderful man. He like, just wants to showcase his technology that clearly doesn't work, work very well. No, <laughs> I know. It's just... Oh, man. It's such a shame. Um, then on the flip side of that, it's like watching people use the Connect live on stage as well for the first time. It's like, what? Yeah. 
Oh boy. Nothing like, like when it's, when it's something like that happened in any of the shows, you're like, okay, drink time. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was that Microsoft one that was like mostly like sports and entertainment. And there was like three games. Was in that it. E3? Cause I, was that the one with, um, the Don Matrick one? Was that, I think so. I, I think that was just ahead of E3. Was it? Oh, but like they I still had, like they was, had, yeah. they had plenty of E3 ones where it was all, cause that was a big, it was a phase where that was a problem. We were just yeah. like talking about all the other stuff you could do besides play games. Yeah. But, um, the, I, I think one of my, 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 like, I, uh, speaking of Microsoft, one of my favorite reveals was the, uh, and I'm, it reminded me because you're wearing a shirt of it uh, currently. I was going to say, the yeah. Cyberpunk 2077, like, yeah. re reveal, basically. Regardless of our opinions on that game, exactly. That reveal was masterful. It was great. And Keanu Reeves was there. It was, it just, it escalated so well because it was like the, the, the presentation was going. I think Phil Spencer was out on stage talking and then all the lights went off and then the screen started getting like hacked. And then like later on you find out that all the codes that were there were all codes for the Witcher 3 like game of the year edition that you, if you were lucky enough, you could nab one of them. Um, and then we saw like the re-reveal of, of Night City and with that awesome song spoiler by hyper and then and the line uh, yeah exactly and then we're just like wait what the fuck so, is it, it wake up samurai yeah we got to wait the fuck up samurai we got to city to burn yeah. oh god and then it's like with the logo treatment so and then cool everyone's like whoa what's that it's like was that keanu reeves and then fucking sure enough keanu reeves walks out and tells the audience they're breathtaking yeah we get the, was, we get the birth of the breathtaking meme it was yeah like th- that was mind-boggling at the time the memes from E3 are great. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some great ones. There's some good ones. Like, Tiny Keanu is uh, yeah, Tiny Keanu. in my mind as well, God. constantly. Don't, don't talk to me and my son ever again. Um, and if, anything from Reggie. Obviously, oh, obviously the birth of my body is Reggie. My but body like, is Reggie. Anything from Reggie. Yep. Um, man. I'm going to go Nintendo track. Like, their, their directs that they were doing. Like, you were mentioning before, like, the puppet direct. The puppet one, the robot chicken one. The robot chicken one. The fact that where, they were like... Where Reggie like melts that fan for asking about Mother 3. It's so fucking good. Like, <laughs> and so weird. Like So weird. And like when they had... It's not directly E3, but it was the lead up to E3. Mm. When they had the Mega 64 videos. Oh my God. Like, like the ro- ro- Reginator, ro- Robot Reggie. Fuck. It like, and Bill. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> like, they, they, that was like... Nintendo just absolutely kicking goals at that point with their marketing. It that was, was when they were weird Nintendo, and now they're not. And it's just they're still weird Nintendo, but it's no, like we just got bad we, weird. It's we like, discussed this with Simon last week. It's yeah. just without a water there. It just yeah. something. Every direct feels a little bit soulless, and it sucks. Yeah, it really does, doesn't it? It's always the same. Like and they run through some Nintendo Switch headlines. Yeah, it's and then a Nintendo person we've had to, to sh- talk about a game for like three minutes and it's like and back to the Nintendo Switch headlines it's just it's formulaic now exactly yeah, you, and, it, and that sucks <laughs> which it used to be like you never knew what it was a family friendly version of what Devolver Digital are doing now with their digital events yeah and it's funny because Devolver Digital directly take the piss out of the fact that it's like here's our headlines in like the last two of them and it's great I mean yeah. That's another highlight. Anything that Devolver Digital do Devolver around stuff, yeah. E3 is always fucking buck wild, and I, I love mean, it. It took me a couple of Devolver presentations to to get what they were doing because obviously when you watch E3, you're wired a certain way, and like then Devolver come along and just 
take the shit, take the piss. Oh yeah. And this thing that he was like, I fucking stayed up till two in the morning to watch this. And it's and they basically just go, Why the fuck did you, you stay up till two AM in the morning to watch this? You're like, watching marketing, you idiot. I'm like, oh, I mean you're right, but And we got introduced to the the yeah. fucking chaotic nature of Nina Struthers, we did. which is we did. Just the best. Check a look, baby. Um Yeah. I just, Honestly, like the we talked about a lot about directs, but <laughs> the prestige of Sony's like last few, yeah, killed it for the rest of like killed it for everyone. That, like oh, they man. did it so good. It's just like why would I watch any other presentation? The fucking God of War one, like the there was the, that that because that was also the Resi Seven one as well. It was yeah, but like just the God of War intro was incredible. They opened with that and just they like, opened with an orchestra just playing music and you're just like. I Wait, I don't know what's going on. What's happening? And then just seeing like that pasty bearded man. But you weren't even like paying attention to him, really. No, because like they had all the multicam set up. Yeah, which was so cool to see that the game was being played during the reveal, and the orchestra was playing the music. That's just really that's a baller move. And then you have another layer on top of that where you go and watch Raising Kratos, you the can, documentary. Yes. <laughs> you see the lead up to that, and like Corey Barlog having to sneak into the back of the theater because. They didn't want Sony didn't want anyone to know that he was there, and like I respect that Sony, well respected, yeah, like the secrecy and keep like, and I that's so we live in a life the era now is just full of leaks and it mm. just it just kind of sucks. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's, it, again I totally get that I'm complaining about leaks for like marketing. It's like it's a trailer. You know, it is, this is yeah. just a, a glorified ad for a game. It's just like, but I don't know. I like the surprise. I like the excitement. It is. It's, it's like it's it's very rare for people like us to get that dopamine rush from something like this. Like it's it's because we both don't really follow like sports or anything like that really. So like that's this is what gives us that that buzz of like. It's funny because like games are so secretive. Like you'll get a movie trailer like <laughs> like. You'll know about a movie and the cast and the plot synopsis ages out. And yep. games are like, fuck off. Yep. We'll tell right. you six months before the game comes out and you'll deal you're, with it. If you're fucking Nintendo, it's like, yeah. fine, we'll give you 10 minutes. We'll give you 10 minutes this week, then fuck off. Like, like Ionoma descended from the heavens to give us 10 minutes of Tears of the Kingdom footage and then said, see ya. I saw, I also, st- buy this new Switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's a new Switch. Go buy it, you suckers. Sorry, Simon. But, um... <laughs> It's, um, we love you, but also there's probably going to be you know another switch next year. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. We could get a sticker for that one. It's fine. I mean, I bought an OLED for Dread, so no uh, judgment here. Yeah, my switch wasn't even nice. It was just a new switch. At least the Zelda one looks really cool. It does look very cool, and it is an OLED, so it's. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think about like I, I'm just looking through a list here on Kotaku of some some memorable moments that they brought up. Um, uh, the uh, Davide. The one of the lead developers on Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yeah, when that was like properly revealed after you know, even though talking about leaks, but even though you watch it now and you kind of like got to cover up Eve's Gilmont, you're like, get yeah, off exactly. the stage, Just get, fuck get, him get out of here. here. Just get him out of there. Fuck off. Um, Ubisoft were like the ultimate duality of E3 because sometimes they would have the best show, other times you'd have to be watching this weird. 10 minute segment and everyone's playing like laser tag yeah and like what the hell what happened yeah <laughs> what? and then they're like and next up we've got the assassin's creed like, movie and you're like what, what? what's what? happening what and then they're like we're gonna show you the new assassin's creed game and they cut to someone in a parking lot playing it that was that one year it was oh, like that's right with fucking origins i think and yeah. i was like 
What? EA had their share, share of moments as well, like when they were they were in front of the people at desks. Like, oh, we're at, time to yeah. reveal a new game. Here are people at, at desks talking about this game. It's like just. I, just, I don't ask much, but I don't want to watch people at desks. And then, but they also had the the fucking they, respawn with no they, Jedi Fallen Order. They gave us so many of the best memes, Joel. Because <sighs> remember that year they had all those celebrities playing Battlefield. Oh my god! <laughs> and just it's like Snoop Dogg and them Zach just Efron damage, and stuff. Damage control trying to hide the fact that Snoop Dogg was just fucking blazed the entire time Shocking and just no lighten up next to yeah. and like. Fucking, yeah, I think... Who was next to him? I think it might have been Zac Efron. I know, Zac Efron was there as well. I'm not sure if he was next to Snoop Dogg, though. There was someone next to him. That just, I think it was, like, Bernie Burns, like, from Rusev or something. It was near him. Which, and it just, like, looked like he was getting the biggest contact high just being near Snoop Dogg. Um, but, yeah, there's also the, the, the fucking um, Jedi Fallen Order, that that yeah, one oh E3 with that... That one guy that had a mental breakdown when they were talking about Need for Speed Heat on stage. He's like brain broke, yeah. Oh, man. I was just like, again, th- moments of like shrinking down. It's like, I feel, I just, I I wish we could just skip this moment in time. Yep. For your sake. Yep. Yep. Just, let's just move on from this. But like, yeah. And then just being like, was like, oh, like Andrew, poor Andrea Renee being like, hey, so the, you guys are working on a Star Wars game. I'm like, we are. I was like, have you got anything to tell us? Like. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. And everyone's like, Great. Cool. When's it coming out? Fucking, I don't know. I I can, I get nothing from that name. <laughs> Which, you know, in turn, looking back on it with hindsight now. Oh, yeah. Game fucking rules. Not but the, like. Just not how you should announce it or reveal it. I don't know. No, nah, it was, it was so wild. Like, that one E3 was fucking it was well, in that a, one EA presentation was. Weird. It was also in the later years of E3, which was when things were kind of going off the rails for some of it. Again, basically, if you weren't Sony. Or Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo, who had already like either figured out what they were doing, like Nintendo, or had decided to focus purely on games, like Microsoft, or just were like had the biggest balls in the in the industry and was Sony putting on fucking stage shows for their audience. Well, like that we that one after God of War, they had like the three stages, like they had the um the Last of Us Part Two, yeah, the barn, the barn, yeah, yeah. like the the Ghost of Tsushima, like. The dude playing that fucking instrument yeah. and just having the best time. Yeah, a great oh, time. he was so good. I forget what the last one was for that. What was that? What would it have I been? I can't remember. Was it? <sighs> last last was part two and Ghost of Tsushima, and then was it Death Stranding? No, surely not. It was something like that. It was something I weird. I can't remember now. But either way. I'm not going to get hung up on it, because those yeah. two... But yeah, that was another wild one. I am going to get hung up on it. I'm going to look it up as soon as we finish recording, because it's going to bother me now. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, I mean, going back way, way, way back in time when it was just, like, media or anything, like, the whole Sega Saturn... Oh, my God. ...giant debacle, and, like... back when, This is back when I was reading about E3 in magazines. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, and so, so basically, long story short... Sega were like, we got this new console coming out, and it's out today. We've shipped it a whole bunch to stores, and the whole stores got real shitty at, at Sega and, like, refused to stock any of their stuff going forward, which basically, like, almost sunk the company as a well, as a I hardware mean, as a hardware producer. Now we have did. Sega as a publisher, so... <laughs> they had one more go with the Dreamcast, and then they even fucked that up by making it basically open source. So, um... Ahead of its time, though. Like, that console, time, if yeah. they could have... I don't know, like reined it in a little bit. There was, um, there was, there was something there. <laughs> and then having Sony come out and just be, uh, for their presentation and just having I can't remember who it was at the time just stand up and just say, 
because the Sega Saturn was like I think four hundred, five hundred dollars US, and he just stood up and spent. Two hundred ninety nine for the PlayStation, and everyone just lost their mind. Well, especially because it was after the debacle of, of you know, PlayStation and Nintendo as well. So mm, yeah, like it's oh, man. But it, it's funny that Sony gets to do that and then gets to you know get egg on their face with a PS three one. So exactly. Like you know, look, E three has always been all over the shop, but man, when it's when it's good, it's it's as good as it gets. Remember Kevin Butler? Oh my god, I had I had forgotten about Kevin Butler until Kevin that moment. Butler. He pops into my brain every now and then. Apparently, that guy's a bit of a dick too. But That's what I, yeah, I did hear that. I think that was the story that came out. But at the time, Kevin Butler, great, good times. Yeah, they're like unofficial weird mascot because they couldn't have an actual mascot. It was weird. I don't know. And they still don't have a mascot. The only company with a mascot is Nintendo, and that's just because they. It's Mario. They do have a mascot. They just aren't committing to it. It's fucking Astrobot. That's no, not. They fucking should double down on that and just make it Astro Bot their mascot. It was for a while there. It was. Hey, come into PlayStation Plus next month. Maybe I'll I, play it. I'm actually going to play that game. I'm not going to play it. Like, I've got too much. But I will add it to my library and play it one day. It's very good. So I'm sure it is, but yeah. it's just like, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a yeah, lot. That's fair. Just like there's been a lot of good E3s. There has. Um, there was that so. amazing Nintendo one. Again, a lot of mining in me Nintendo, just because I would stay up until 2am for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But, um... The amazing Twilight Princess reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still one of the best trailers from E3 I think I've ever seen. The Smash Brothers Brawl one. Yes. Which had that snake stinger at the end. was just like, Fuck. what? Waiting, huh? Fucking I... showtime. It's showtime. I'm like, what? Because that was also, that was in Japanese. So we got Japanese That's snake. Right, yes. Because Kept You Waiting was big after that. That's right, yeah. But um, we got, it's showtime. it's showtime as he pops out of a box. Oh my God. I was, I was like, Snakes in this? What the fuck, yeah. So good. Pity about Brawl, but hey, Snake was there. Right, Brawl's the one that I cut my teeth on I'm mostly. so sorry for that. Like, Sakurai, I... why'd you put tripping in the game? I just have to ask. <laughs> why? Why? Who hurt you? He's just... Oh, man. He's just holding up a mirror. He's like, this is, you'll play anything that I... It's true, I will. That I make. If Sakurai makes it, I'll play. I played Amazing Mirror. Yeah. I played Part-Time UFO. I'm pretty sure it's by Howl Labs as well. I think so. It's a great game. Um, yeah, but I guess what we're trying to say here is, do you think they have another go at it again? Like, it seems Look, like this is this seems like the final nail in the coffin, right? It seems like it. There's an interview up on GamesIndustry.biz with um, the ESA president and CEO, Stan, Stanley Pierre-Lewis. Mm-hmm. And again, a lot of lot of talking. Um, they, he, he obviously isn't confirming that they're, they're giving up. He just keeps mentioning that they're dedicated, they're committed to like being a voice of the industry, and they're gonna they're still working with Repop, so they're just gonna try something, I think. But I do I do wonder if they're gonna bother trying to get a space like a physical event going. I, mm. I think it sounds like they've given up, and probably for the best. But um, no, they're not saying that it's over. Everyone else is saying it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jeff Keighley is dancing on their their grave obviously yeah exactly i still swear that man has like notifications set up for like e3 pin pings like, oh absolutely would he was he was straight there he doesn't even have notifications set up he has a fucking legion of people that are just like that's true nah. like as soon as it happens they probably all tag jeff keely 100 percent. like you go through the comments on like the official articles about this it's just gonna be like fucking keely like mentions it all, all through it like i couldn't believe like i mean i could believe it but the 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 response, like, so the ESA posted that statement, mm-hmm. and then, like, underneath it, the first reply I see is the Summit Games first account saluting them. I'm like, it's like, oh, oh, geez, dude. 
That's like that is the smuggest of most smug emojis you could ever that ever did smug. Jeff Keely's smiling. Oh my god. <laughs> Having a good day. So good. I just hope that Summer Game Fest is better this year. The Game Awards have been getting better, but Summer they Game have. Fest presentations. I do appreciate that last year had the in-person stuff for people that were there, like exactly. pressing that. And I think he's still finding his feet with it. He and I is, think it's... but there's a lot of pressure now because he's kind of it at this stage. And Jeff, i got to be honest, I want it all in one week. I don't want... Yeah, condense it down. Two weeks max, I think, is probably the best. And I don't think... Again, we talked about this before the show. I don't think you can ever truly replace E3 because I do not see the big three playing ball they don't need to no they've all got their own thing now now. like yeah and that was it's a weird dumb thing but that was like what one of the things that made e3 so special like you would have those big three presentations you have nintendo sony microsoft and they'd be all close together like within Mm -hmm. a day or so of each other and it was just exciting and now they don't need that so that won't happen anymore and it's kind of a bummer yeah and that the weirdness of the pc gaming show those have been getting better. They've been getting better, but they've been they weird. But, weird. Like, but they're weird leading in, into the weird. Exactly. They've, they've been weird in a fun way. Like, it's, yeah, like Tech9 hosting that and doing a great job too. But, yeah. You, you, you can never get as bad as the worst Ubisoft ones. Oh, they yeah. had some shockers. There were some pretty bad ones. Some really bad ones. And it was always after, like, the year before them having, like, a really yeah. good one. <laughs> like, mate, like, come on. I don't know who wrote this, but... Make him stop. <laughs> oh, but it did give us Aisha Tyler. It did giving us Lady Boner. Did give us Aisha Tyler. Yeah. I, do, I do like Aisha Tyler. Yeah, she she did the best with what she had. She did with that material. Yeah. yeah, made it made it work for her own her own benefit. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I reckon that might be an episode, Claire. Uh, well, I think you're right. So yeah, I guess rest in peace, E three. Maybe we'll see you next year. I doubt it. But yeah. Hey. ESA seems to have money that they're willing to throw, so they'll probably have another shot at something. I don't know what it'll be, but I'm sure they'll try something. Next Um, year, E3 is in the metaverse. (sighs) I say it half as a joke, half as like, they're probably considering that. I will walk into the ocean. (laughs) You'll never see me again. Yeah. Yep. Uh, As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate you, you know, lending us your ear for a good hour and a half while we just rant at you about stuff. Um, yeah. Gonna miss E3, I guess. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I haven't really, I mean, it's such a dumb thing. I haven't really thought about it too much until this just now. I'm like, oh man, it's gonna be a bummer. If you want to express how much of a bummer it's gonna be, or maybe laugh at us, I guess, if you're like, what are these fucking idiots being sad about E3 for? About like, a marketing... What a bunch of fucking losers. You can you can let us know by tweeting us uh, at Story Mode Oz. Uh, you can let us know how dumb we are. Specifically, make sure you focus that. Also, don't don't drag any of the other story mode guys into it. No, they may not be fine. as bummed as we are. They may not care. I guess we'll find out in the future. Um, <laughs> as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I'm at X. where... Actually, I, I, I haven't checked my timeline. What have I been tweeting about? I don't know. You think I'd remember, oh, as no. it's my Twitter account? Oh, no. What is it? Let's find out. It's... um Live checking. It's uh, Live tweets it's, right now. It's just about... <laughs> It's about, you know what? It's about Dredge and Signalis, but we'll scroll down because we actually got Fuck fucking yes. super cool Scott Pilgrim announcement. Fuck yes. Um, I actually, I forgot this was already technically announced. They said they were doing this, that, and I think Netflix were do- yeah, they had announced that they were doing it. But Well, Brian Lee O'Malley was, apparently it was like leaked last year, and he was just like, 
I'm not thinking about it until it's officially announced. And now yep, it is. That's, it's happening. Yeah. And we now know that majority of the stars of the movie are coming back to voice their characters, which is fucking awesome. Yes. I'm really excited for it. <laughs> fucking Scott Pilgrim anime. So my... I'm going to rant about this a little bit. My hope for this is they follow the comics a little bit more. I'm sure they're going and to. And I think they're going to. Yeah. Which, because there's so much more stuff that they obviously got cut for time, but I feel it's really important and really cool to look into. Like, Nega Scott appears in the movie, but, like, that's a whole thing. It's a whole arc is of, of, of the comics as well. I'm, we'll get, I'm a big we'll get, fan of those. We'll get proper Envy Adams. Yes, that's the other big thing. Yeah. Again, like, obviously, it's a movie, so you've got a runtime. Yeah. You, you can't draw a lot of his stuff out but i do like a lot of the stuff that happens with the characters in the um in the in the comics which i now i guess i have to pick up and reread yeah i'm i need oh. to i've i've been meaning to rebuy them i want to buy the color yeah we have, i'll get the I've color got, hardback ones i've got a few of the, the, the originals laying around but i want those hardback color color ones and i guess now i'll have a reason to get them yeah uh, i hope we can see this soon i would like to see a look very please. much like to see it. i want to say do we know who's doing it like who's I can't really see. So, so it's coming from the executive producers Edgar Wright, Brian Lee O'Malley, and Ben David Grabinski, and it's animated by Science Saru. Science Saru. Mm. I'm not familiar with them. Not but, familiar um, with them either. Yeah, that's one of the things I've been tweeting about. It isn't Dredge or or Signalis or anything that I usually talk about. Is fucking sick Scott Pilgrim anime coming with the movie cast back at the helm? Well, I say the full movie cast, but it's like it's most of them. Who's missing? I mean, I can't. I mean, I, I, it, does the YouTube one have the video have more? Because um, I'm pretty sure it does. Matthew Patel's not here. Yes, there, it, that's, he in the, that's in the video. Okay, one. good. He is He's back. back. Okay, cool. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, so the the video one, there's there's like a video that's nothing. It's basically like the the intro to the movie. And for better or worse, like I guess the twins didn't really say much in the movie, so that's true. Yeah. Do they? I don't. Do they say anything? I don't think I they don't did. Think so they were. I'm looking forward to them being done properly. Yeah, I think. I am, Joel, man, are we, we going to play the Scott Pilgrim game? Again Fuck yes. Soon? <laughs> yes. Let's do it. I'm down. But. Fucking Chris Evans back again. Is, uh, fucking Lucas Lane. I love how there's some Lucas Lee, sorry. insane star power going on in some of his cast now. It's it's like a whole bunch of Marvel actors in there as well, which is great. But um, yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it. I can't I'm wait. so excited for this shit. I love Scott Pilgrim so much. Yeah, um, it's great. You know. But okay, yeah. that's me. Where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, I've been tweeting a whole lot. Just been retweeting our, our shit, basically. Um, and lots of fun stuff. You filthy signal booster. I know, right? How dare I promote the things that I work on and, and proud of? Um, but little bit of little bit of information. Um, Frank Turner, one of my favorite artists, uh, potentially having a tour coming to Australia at the end of the year. Very excited for that. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me. I'm pretty boring for being completely Oh, uh, don't worry. Twitter sucks anyway. Yeah, it does. It's a fucking... It's as, as we booming. speak, where it's like tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. Tomorrow is like April 1st is going to be interesting. Yep. Because that's the death of the legacy tick, isn't it? Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> it's about to become like the wild west of social media. It's gonna, I'm... I'm I'm weirdly interested to see what's going to happen over the uh, next week. That's why I'm sticking around. I want to see this place fucking burn, burn down. Ground. I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, like, no, I'm not giving Elon Musk eight bucks. No, fuck no. Um, Big yeah. loser. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Fuck that guy. Enemy of the show. Enemy of the show. Elon Musk. Yep. Hope you enjoy the thing you wasted a bunch of money on, you moron. Yep. And on that note, what a wonderful outro see us out, and we'll catch you all next time. Bye. Bye.
Dialogue Options Podcast.